Welcome to Vocab Lab, the podcast that empowers you with a more proficient vocabulary, whether you're conquering standardized tests or wanting to improve your communication skills. And today, we're diving into the world of showy excess, visual sore thumbs, and blameworthiness. Stay tuned to discover how ostentatious, garish, and culpable can enrich your lexicon. You might just find these words popping up more often than you think. Let's begin with ostentatious. O-S-T-E-N-T-A-T-I-O-U-S. Ostentatious. It's an adjective which describes something that is showy, pretentious, and designed to impress or attract notice. Think of a person who flaunts their wealth by wearing overly expensive and flashy clothes simply to draw attention. A similar word might be extravagant, but ostentatious carries that added nuance of doing it for the sake of showing off. A useful memory trick is to focus on the tent, in ostentatious, and imagine someone pitching a lavish, over-the-top tent that stands out unnecessarily at a simple campsite. As for its etymology, ostentatious comes from the Latin word ostentare, which means to display. So, it has a history nested in the idea of putting something on show. An example sentence could be, the billionaire's ostentatious display of wealth included a golden yacht and diamond-studded cufflinks. Or a more everyday use might sound like, Julie's ostentatious storytelling about her weekend exploits made her friends more envious than interested. Next up, we have the word garish, spelled G-A-R-I-S-H. Garish is also an adjective, and it describes something that is excessively bright and showy to the point of being in bad taste. Think of a room painted in clashing neon colors, or a suit that's too brightly patterned for a solemn occasion. Remembering garish can be easy if you think of gar from garish and associate it with glaring, since both terms point to something that's painfully bright or showy. Although garish is often confused with simply colorful or vivid, it's important to remember that garish has a negative connotation of being overly done to the point of distastefulness. The word garish came to English in the 16th century, possibly from the Old English garisk, meaning ornate or highly decorated. For example, the decor was so garish that guests found it hard to focus on the event itself. And another might be, Clara regretted her choice of garish nail polish when she realized it clashed with every outfit. Our final word for today, culpable, is one you want to be careful not to be described as. Culpable, C-U-L-P-A-B-L-E. It is an adjective used when someone is responsible for a fault or wrong. They're blameworthy. If a person's actions lead directly to something bad happening, they might be held culpable for the outcome. Here's a mnemonic. Think of culpable starting with culp as in culprit, which helps you remember its meaning related to blame. Culpable is often confused with guilty, but being culpable implies one is deserving of blame, whether legally guilty or not. The word comes from the Latin culpabilis, which means worthy of blame. In context, you might say, after the investigation, the company's CEO was found culpable for the financial discrepancies. Or, despite his mistakes, the coach considered each member of the team equally culpable for the loss. Now for some interactive fun. Can you figure out which word we just discussed completes the following sentences? Here's a tip. Listen for context clues that hint at showiness, tackiness, or blame. Ready? The new neighbors painted their house in such blank colors, you could see it from a mile away. That has to be garish. Correct. Here's the next one. 
Derek wore his blank watch to the interview, despite the position being for charity work. I'd say that's ostentatious. Spot on. When the crime was traced back to its source, the hacker was found to be blank. That one would be culpable. Excellent. All right, the evening gown was so blank, it included both sequins and feathers. That's definitely ostentatious. Yes, it is. His taste in interior decor was considered blank by the subtle standards of the neighborhood board. Oh, that's garish. Correct again. And lastly, because of the safety issues ignored, the manager was deemed blank for the accident. That must be culpable. Perfecto. Before we move on, remember our previous episode's words? Stick around as we do a quick refresher. Let's recap the words from last time. Malleable. M-A-L-L-E-A-B-L-E. It's an adjective that means capable of being shaped or formed. It could also mean easily influenced. For example, the malleable metal was perfect for the artisan's jewelry making. Decry. D-E-C-R-Y. This is a verb used when publicly denouncing. For example, the editorial decried the government's lack of action on environmental issues. And circumlocution, C-I-R-C-U-M-L-O-C-U-T-I-O-N, is a noun that refers to the use of many words where fewer would do, especially in a deliberate attempt to be vague or evasive. His speech was full of circumlocution, making it difficult to understand his stance. If these terms still feel new, you might want to give our previous episode another listen. And don't forget to join us on the next Vocab Lab, where we'll explore three more words to add to your arsenal. Thank you for lending your ears to today's vocabulary workout. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. That's a wrap for today. Join us again on Vocab Lab, where language comes to life. Keep learning, and we'll see you next time.